Welcome to the Resilient Rainer, the premier podcast focused on mental performance for equestrians and improved horse show performance. Whether you're a rookie rainer or a seasoned competitor, this show is for riders who want to take their skills to the next level and achieve their full potential in the show ring. I'm Nicole Burnett, and I'm a master mindset coach who's obsessed with helping you achieve all those horse dreams you always thought were impossible. Join me each week to develop a show-ready mindset and gain the competitive edge you need to compete with confidence. Hey there, it's Nicole. As we start out this new year, before I get the podcast started, I just wanted to say a huge thank you to everyone, to all of you guys who listen to the podcast, who watch the videos on YouTube, who read the newsletter. I am so touched that I get to be a part of your guys's life and in a part of everything you do with your horses. It's amazing. All the messages you send me really mean so much to me. And I, I don't look at the metrics maybe as often as I should. But for example, the newsletter, I saw the newsletter um, was reaching 37,000 people. I am blown away and amazed and so humbled and grateful that that many of you want to listen to things that I have to say and write. So if you're not a part of the newsletter, go to newsletter.resilientrainer.com and you can sign up or you can go to my website, nicoleburnettcoaching.com and you can also sign up for the newsletter there and you're going to get weekly written newsletters on mental performance topics, coaching tips, and you're going to get alerts when the podcast comes out. And again, thousands of you guys listening to this podcast, I am so honored and so humbled And I just want to say thank you guys so much. Continue to listen. If there's ever a topic you want me to cover, anything that you feel, you know, you just have a burning question on, send it on over, share an episode with a friend. I just really appreciate you guys so much. And thank you for being here. Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to the Resilient Rainer podcast. This is going to be the first episode for 2024, and I hope you're ready for this new year. It's going to be a good one. I just have a feeling. It's going to be a good year. Let me tell you a story from 2023. As Sarah and Thunder stood in the show pen, the initial moments were tense but manageable. They began their routine with cautious grace executing their opening maneuvers with precision. The audience, people in the stands, watched intently. They're hoping for a stellar performance. Fingers crossed. However, as the ride progressed, things took a turn for the worse. Sarah's anxiety deepened, causing her to lose focus. Thunder sensed her unease and became increasingly agitated. His once fluid movements became erratic, and the the rhythm of their routine just began to falter. The judges took note of the mounting tension in the arena. In the end, it was a heartbreaking sight as their once promising ride 
descended into disarray. Sarah and Thunder left the arena. Their dreams of a flawless performance just shattered. This is what happens when you neglect the mental side of training and competing. All the time, all of the money on board, on training, on entry fees, all of your dashed hopes and dreams, it's all for naught if you don't also train the one muscle that controls it all, your brain. Don't be this person. (laughs) You don't want to do what I did and wait years and years to begin executing on your dream life with your horse here because of fear, because of guilt, because of change. No, you're not going to do that because you, you, (laughs) you are going to be smarter than I was. Yes, you are. These emotions, like I was saying, fear, guilt, this fear of change, you know, all of this stuff, like they can seem so catastrophic, but in the bigger picture, they're kind of trivial, like they don't have to be a big deal. And as we start out the new year here, if you continue to use these emotions as an excuse And I'm going to call them an excuse for why you can't do this, for why you can't leave your comfort zone. A year from now, you will be in the exact same position. You're going to be blowing runs, praying for change, but running from what you need to do. You're going to be begging for success, but fearing it. And you're going to hope that your show fees aren't just money poured down the drain. So how do you address this? This is a big deal. I've just been thinking about this the last couple of weeks and really like felt called to do this podcast episode. And to be honest, I see so often that a big reason that folks freeze out in the show pen is they don't want to be in the spotlight, right? They are terrified of putting themselves out there, putting their horse out there, being in a position where they themselves, where their horse, their tack, their training, their hair, all of it can and probably will be judged. So it is a big deal thing to learn how to embrace the spotlight. How do you not be afraid of being seen? And this is such a mental block, guys, that is so common. And it will help you out not just in the show pen, but it will help you out in your everyday life when you ride and there are other folks out there riding, when you have a lesson and somebody's watching, that you have to not be afraid of being seen. You have to not be afraid to be in the spotlight. So for most folks, this is a massive change. And aside from what is a part of the change itself, how do you make change when that change is different and it can feel so terrifying? How do you do that? Well, I've got you, okay? In today's podcast, I'm gonna give you a three-part framework to free yourself from this fear 
the fear of being seen here. And I'm going to do a complete breakdown for you of how you're going to go from being afraid of being seen and being afraid of leaving your comfort zone to switching into confidence, to ease, to just excitement at this whole experience, okay? And this is going to allow you to finally start living out your vision board horse life because let's be honest here, I do coaching and I can make you a step-by-step mental performance training plan. I can make you a plan for unshakable confidence. But being scared to execute the plan, it's useless. It's not gonna help, right? So I really feel like this is my duty here to help you through this very real fear so that you can stop self-sabotaging. We don't want that. We want you embracing this, stepping up, stepping out, not being afraid. Okay, so I hope you're ready because we're starting 2024 here with a bang. And this whole podcast is not just about learned helplessness, but I want to tell a story because maybe you've heard it, maybe you haven't. But there's a story about the elephants. So if you're not familiar with the elephants, elephants are huge creatures and they're often just held and tied in place, constrained by just a small rope, really, that's just tied to one of their legs. And they don't get you know, no chains, no cages. So if you observe this, it's pretty obvious that at any time, if the elephant wants to, they could absolutely break away from this teeny little rope. But for some reason, these elephants don't. So The reason why, and the elephant trainers will tell you this, is that they use the um, same size rope for baby elephants. And then they use that same rope all the way up to adulthood. Well, when they're babies, they're too small to break free from the rope. So when they grow up, they're conditioned that the rope is stronger than they are. This is pretty amazing, right? These animals absolutely could break free at any time. And because they believe that they can't, they don't. And they're just stuck, right? This story is really relevant to what we're talking about today. This theme of wanting change, wanting to feel more free and capable, but you're just held so tightly and holding on so hard to your safety and your comfort zone. But at the same time, you're probably spending quite a bit of time. You're just daydreaming about a different life. What if it was different, right? What if you didn't blow those runs? What if you didn't have your best rides when it was just you alone? What if you could actually make better progress? What if you weren't thrown off when somebody's watching your lesson? So Like these elephants, how many of you go through life where you just cling to a belief that you can't do something just because you failed once before? I really want to challenge you on that. Where in your life are you going through holding on to a belief that you can't do something just because you failed at it once in the past? 
failure is a part of learning. You should never give up. Never give up. Okay, so let's go to our steps here. The first step that I'm going to give you is let's start with some understanding. Why do we have anxiety? Why do we have this, you know, it can be such a crippling fear about being seen, about riding in front of other people, about having somebody watch. And we're going to go back many thousands of years here because we have to understand our brains and how they're wired. So if you've ever heard kind of the pop culture reference of lizard, excuse me, of lizard brain, that's what we're going to bring up right now is lizard brain. Okay. So when you think that you're like, why can't I just ride like so-and-so at the barn? Why am I just such a dummy? Why do I have these thoughts that aren't helpful? Why am I doing this? The thing is that everybody has these thoughts. Everybody does because it's part of how our brains are wired. But the deal is that some people have just figured out how to go around it and bypass it before you have. Because back in the day, thousands of years ago, prehistoric days here, lizard brain, it helped people not die. Okay. And that's important. That's important. We appreciate our ancestors. It's about keeping you safe so that you can live another day. Very simple, very straightforward, and very high stakes, right? You you don't want to die. So as humans, we're pretty wired that we want stability, safety, predictability, like our brains like these things. And so in today's day and age, though, we're not going to get eaten by a bear. Like most of us, maybe you live in the wilds of Montana, but for most of us, we don't have wild and dangerous predators literally outside the back door. So a lot of these thoughts about safety and security They absolutely came from a very valuable place. But now in the modern day and age, they can at times be more of a burden than help. Okay. The other thing is that I want to talk about fear of change just by itself can absolutely be a thing. For example, when I was a kid, my parents divorced. So that led to some pretty extreme changes in my life. And That can be, you know, if there's anything like that where you have something in your past where there's just a big change in your life, it can lead you to not like change, right? Not because change is scary or negative or something inherently that way by itself, right? It's just that you have an experience of change that was scary and negative. It's really common for stuff like that. So, What that can do is that if you have a fear of change, that can just have such a grip on your life. You can just be so familiar with that feeling of being afraid of change that you don't even question it. But what does that cost you? If you never challenge your fear of change, how do you expect to progress in your riding? How do you progress in your horses in training? How do you make money earning runs in competition? There are lots of positive changes just with our horses, right? But if you're afraid of change, 
you're not really going to want to do what you need to do to get there, right? Does it cost you from showing at unfamiliar facilities, from learning to drive your own truck and trailer? Does it cost you in a relationship with amazing people in your interpersonal relationships, maybe a different or better trainer for you? And do you end up running from the things that would help you, from things that would benefit you in your life? Are you you know, overly fearful of the outside world. So it's something to really think about. But I know if I can overcome my fears, you can too. So step number two here is you really want to identify just personal reasons why you might fear being seen. I'm going to share some three reasons that are pretty common for why you might fear change, fear being seen. And of course, I'm going to get, let's just get personal. These are reasons that personally impacted me and reasons why I avoided change, why I played it small for years. So straight up, to be honest with you guys, um, haters, I'm going to be real here, haters. Okay. And I put friends and family in this category because yeah, unfortunately, better or worse, Friends and family absolutely can be some of your worst haters. I don't know if, you know, if it's just frenemies or if you might relate to feeling like your family is like swimming with the sharks, but this can have a really intense fear of just being seen and you can have a really strong fear of change because you can be fearful of how haters like I said, that can include friends and family, how they'll react. That can be friends, family, barnmates, people you know. And when it comes to dealing with that, I know that there's a lot of people that really love the mantra of it's not a me problem, it's a them problem. Like they need to handle as you evolve and change. But I want to share too, for me, I actually loved the reverse <laughs> where It was, it's a me problem, not a them problem. For me, that meant this is my life. It's not theirs. I have to deal with it. I have to live it. I have to live it for me. They can't live it for me. So whatever way works for you, roll with it. Honestly, you have to get to a point where you just don't care. And I know that that is so much easier said than done. Remind yourself that if it's not these friends then when you start embodying that change, when you start being the real you and the rider that you want to be and that confident cowgirl out in the arena, that you will meet people who accept and embrace that version of you. So please do not let a fear of not having people around you stop you from becoming the version of yourself that you want to be and the writer that you want to be. If you were going to make your vision dream board of you and your horse and the kind of writer that you are, there's a version of you that you know that's inside your heart. And that is an amazing, wonderful person, amazing writer. And you can see it. You can see it inside yourself. And that's the version that I just want to encourage you to be seen as that person, become and embody that person. And don't let fear 
stop you or don't let the idea that someone that you know isn't going to care for you anymore stop you. Like that you are worthy of being that version of yourself. Okay, so second reason that was scary for me to embrace change was it, it's scary to think about what are the consequences of making change? What are the consequences of becoming that person and embodying that? What does that mean? And you can be afraid of the success. That's a real thing <laughs> to be afraid of success. You can be afraid of failing. You can be embarrassed. You could be afraid of whatever, being afraid of being ridiculed. That's a big one. And when you're afraid of whatever these consequences could be, good, bad, and different, you're not going to want to leave your comfort zone. This is where it gets into, it's not just about being seen. It's about what happens if I get seen? What happens when I get seen? And we can pull up our <laughs> lizard brain again. We don't always want to be seen, right? And the unknown is so scary. It's scary to our brains because we don't know what's going to happen. And that can really make you anxious. So instead of being overcome by fear, let's break it down. Let's understand it. What is what's going on here? And what are we really scared of? This is a really big one because I know for me, it really like opened a lot of doors and I realized that I wasn't just afraid of the thing. I was afraid of how I was going to feel about it. That, you know, for example, if you're afraid of failing, are you really afraid of just not nailing at that time? Or are you, you're really afraid of say being made fun of? that you're going to get ridiculed, that you're going to blow right past the second barrel. You're going to spin five times and people are going to laugh about you. They're going to talk about you. So what you're really afraid of is not that you're going to fail at your endeavor. You're afraid of what people are going to say. And we don't always know what people are going to say. So that's scary. And then we're afraid they're going to say the worst possible thing, right? And that's terrifying. I get it. It's terrifying. <laughs> and so is there another layer though? If you're afraid of say getting made fun of, if you're afraid of ridicule, what is that underlying fear? What's that about? What is our lizard brain really worried about? And you're worried about getting kicked out, getting kicked out and getting ostracized, ejected from the tribe. Anybody remember Survivor like 20, 30 years ago? And <laughs> Because back in the day, if you got ostracized from the tribe, that was the death sentence, right? How are you going to make it on your own? You needed your group. And that is a very primal fear for why you're anxious and scared. And it can be really helpful to understand when you understand the root of that problem and what sort of connections is your brain making in the background, helpful or not, and you realize that, gosh, I'm afraid that if they laugh at me, that basically my brain saying them laughing at me, me equals death, then you're like, oh, okay. And it just helps you to move past that. All right. And then the third part here of what is can be really helpful is do what makes you scared. Embrace the fear. I constantly do things that scare me. I go out of my way to find things that scare me, to do things that scare me, 
to just to do scary things that if it's hard, if it's scary, kind of feel like, well, I have to do it. Like it's, you know, it's good for me. And basically face it head on. You are not going to avoid it. And we're not going to get rid of it because it's impossible to just eliminate fear. That's really not the goal. It's not to eliminate it. It's to just embrace it. It's always going to come back. And there was a metaphor that I heard that someone described fear like a really annoying sibling. Like you can't get rid of them. They're just going to hang around forever, but you can try and teach them some good manners and (laughs) you can try and work with them. Okay. So think of your fear like that. We're not going to run away and we're not going to just ignore it. How can we embrace it? And so it can be really helpful to talk to yourself, to talk to your fear, say, hey, like fear, I really understand that you're here and that you are doing your job. Thank you for doing your job. You're doing a very good job and you are trying to keep me safe. You're working to keep me from dying, but I don't need you right now. This is outdated for this moment. You know, you can call them um, a caveman and say, you don't understand what's going on in this world right now. I'm not in danger of death. That's okay. Thank you. I love you. Thank you for trying to keep me safe and protect me. Like, I got it. I'm going to take it from here. And when you're feeling fear, that's a really great, you know, pep talk you can give yourself, an affirmation to give yourself. And you can do it out loud. You can say it in your mind and just start saying it. Even if you don't believe it at first, just try it and see what happens. You can just start saying like, hey, fear, I really understand that you're here and that you're just trying to keep me safe. You're just doing your job, trying to keep me from dying. And thank you. You're outdated for this moment and you don't understand what's happening in this modern world. And that's okay. I love you anyway. I'm grateful that you are here to protect me, but I've got it. I'm going to take it from here. And the more you say this, the more you're going to be able to start believing it, the more you're going to start taking away the power of your fear. You're going to be able to look at your fear. You're going to be able to acknowledge it. You're going to be able to continue on with your day, continue on towards your goals and with your life continue on riding your horse, rocking your runs, nailing all your maneuvers. This is a big deal for overcoming fear, right? And this also is a big deal for how do you, you know, begin to pursue your vision board of your everything you want to do with your horse and your dream self. This is it. This is how you can begin to just live in confidence and ease and excitement that you're really meant to be in, right? Horses are supposed to be fun, okay? They're not not supposed to be terrifying. (laughs) Okay, now you guys know I talk all the time about 1% improvement and I've even called myself the one-minute queen because I set little one-minute goals for myself, small goals, tiny things, as long as they tie into your big goals, just one minute one minute, 1%. And so this is a big deal when it comes to facing fears and getting over that fear of being seen and being in the spotlight is that how are you going to change your routine? 
because you know that it's not enough just to gather knowledge, right? I know that I'm a mental coach and we can't stop there. We can't stop at gathering knowledge. We absolutely get to apply it in order to see real change. Make small, consistent changes in your daily routine. This can lead to huge long-term growth. So how are you going to change any bits of your routine? So look for little ways in your day that you can face something scary. And also in terms of your daily routine, I also talk about the you know link between confidence and competency. When we talk about being confident as horse people, there's a level of self-belief that we can do this. And there's a level of, I know I can do this because I have trained hard and I know that we're going to nail these maneuvers. So don't neglect the everyday work that you put in with your horse and how that feeds into confidence and competency and facing and overcoming fears. This is important when it comes to facing fears because you need to face it and you're going to feel more confident in facing your fears the more competent you feel, right? So like, think of it this way. If you were ever an insecure teenager who wore braces. (laughs) So many times, if you're wearing braces, you don't want to talk because you don't want to draw attention to your mouth, right? You don't want people looking at that. It's embarrassing. It's not really, but, you know, it can feel that way. And so that's an example of you're going to avoid doing it because you don't feel confident. So no matter what, you need to just keep facing your fear head on. Face it, look it dead in the eyes, and no excuses here. No ifs, ands, or buts. Know that you're not feeling well. Embarrass yourself, okay? That's what I'm telling you to do. Absolutely. Go embarrass yourself. Make a fool out of yourself. Put yourself in situations where you're going to look like an idiot because the more you do that, the more you can put yourself there where you're going to get you know, ridicule and you're going to get rejected, the more you can do that, it's going to build your mental resilience. You're going to get stronger, okay? And it's going to become a part of your daily life to just take risks. And you're going to get more comfortable with that. So, you know, seek out discomfort. Practice discomfort, all right? This is so important to do because, like, we were talking about our lizard brain, And the thing is that even though our modern lives don't look like what they did thousands of years ago, you don't get your, you know, your phone might get a software update and it just magically comes through the air and it just does the update and then boom, you have a software update and all you had to do was put it on the charger, right? It's amazing. Well, with your brain, you don't get an update for your brain software. It doesn't magically come through the air and install the new working pieces that you need. You have to do it. You get to be the software installer, updater, architect, all of that. And that's what you get to do for yourself to be more efficient, all right? And this might not happen overnight. That's okay. Don't be worried. This will probably make you feel uncomfortable. That's also okay. The idea is just remember, small steps every day that we're going to compound over time. 
Time is your friend. Compound interest is your friend. That's where we're going for a 1% improvement every day. It's those small steps every day, looking to seek out discomfort, actively seek out to challenge yourself, face your fears, and get into this process 1% a day, little one-minute goals. And this is how you're going to get into this process to just get over the problems you have, get over the fear that you have of being seen and change your life. So get to it. (laughs) Can't wait to talk to you next week. There, amazing writers. Before we wrap up today's episode, I've got something truly special for you. As we close out 2023 and start anew in 2024, it's the perfect time to reflect on your equestrian journey and set some exciting new goals for the year ahead. I am thrilled to introduce you to my end-of-year riding reflection worksheet. This isn't just any worksheet. This is your personal roadmap to dive deep into your riding experiences, your dreams, and aspirations to make sure you learn from all you went through this last year and extract the knowledge and wisdom that you need to level up. With this powerful tool, you'll celebrate your achievements, pinpoint areas for growth, and craft a vision for your equestrian journey in this upcoming year. Now, here's the best part. It's absolutely free. It's my gift to you. To get your hands on this invaluable resource, all you have to do is head over to my website, nicoleburnettcoaching.com, or click the link conveniently placed in the podcast description. So saddle up, grab your favorite pen, and embark on this transformational journey of reflection and vision. Let's make the next year your most remarkable one yet.